Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And with me as always, Alvarado ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes. And we'll just start with, did you have a good weekend? I did. I had a, had a, had a great weekend. You got to see our kids run at the state cross-country meet on Saturday, and they did not disappoint. Ran extremely well. Very proud of their effort. And I know that uh, it's it becomes the norm that we're going to compete <laughs> at the state meet. Right. And, Cross country, but it, it never gets old seeing our kids up there with the elite, and very proud of our coaches and our kids that did a great job. Very good, and you had a fun little father son day watching football, right? Yeah, we uh, got to see a little Baylor Houston, and then uh, traveled to Tarleton and got to see a lot of our scholars that were marching with the Tarleton State Band. Uh, they're named the Sound and the Fury, and we've got some pictures that we'll have in the newsletter when that gets out this week, and just really proud that we had so many involved it was really impressive right. uh, they sounded great too you know I you, when you mix a bunch of junior high and high school kids with a uh, college band you would think that it would sound rough but even uh, my uh, son Aaron who was in the band and he he understands music a little bit better than I do he said man they they sound really good and it was it was great to see uh, you. We could pick out several of our kids, and yeah. certainly the percussion kids. Your son Kincaid, and uh, some of his bandmates. You could, you know, it was real easy to pick them out. They came over to our to the home sideline and, and then went out. And we had uh, our flags were in the color guard, and so it was great when they would spin the flags. They would come up. It would have our spear on oh, it, yeah. and we were we were well represented across the board. And so that was, that was a great part of the day too. Good. And it was a, the result of that one was probably a lot more in your liking than the Baylor Houston game. I imagine. Yeah. You know, it was, (laughs) we had phenomenal seats at the Baylor Houston game and it was, it was kind of rough there at times, but Baylor really seemed to be the better team and a couple of things didn't go their way, you know, but it it was a fantastic day. I enjoyed getting to spend that time uh, with uh, Mr. Uh, Aaron Estes, but uh, it was a, and we got to spend some time with some of our other, you know, with uh, Mr. Stevens was with us on the way down to the cross-country meet. And just just a great day overall. How about you? Did you have a good weekend? It was good. Was this it? <laughs> it was good. It was uh, a little more laid back. Went to a Mavericks game last night. Oh, you did? Saw a board member at the Mavericks game. Oh, well, really? I guess actually it was before the Cow- Mavericks game. We were watching the Cowboy game, and uh, he walked through the place. We were watching the game. Uh, oh, Mr. Great. Plasky and his family. And oh, so, that's great. Uh, saw them at the Maverick game, and it was a little bit rough, but they pulled it out in the end. Had a good, had a great third, uh, second half, and so it was a fun. And it was an early game. It started at six thirty, so you know I was home by nine thirty, ten or whatever. And so it was that's a, great. It wasn't a, a late night, yeah. So. so so the Mavs did pull it out. I they didn't did. see the end. I said, oh, that's good. They did. And uh, the uh, you're talking about the Baylor game. It sounds a lot like another game I watched yesterday. <laughs> things just didn't go their way. I know. You know, just sometimes it is that way in sports. And right. really any anything, it's just sometimes it can all fall into place. And uh, it seems like you can do no wrong. And then there's other times <laughs> where uh, literally about, you know, uh, a yard uh, makes a difference in a, a big difference in a oh, yeah. season. Most definitely. And so – we will start with uh, talking about cross country. That kind of capped off our week of Alvarado excellence last week. It was just an amazing week, and so I just kind of wanted to run through all that again. But uh, it started actually a week ago Saturday with right. JROTC taking first place in their competition in Mansfield, rolling to, to band, just a, a fantastic send-off on Tuesday, and then going down and listening to them on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry. I skipped the volleyball. Big win. Uh, 
big volleyball win on Monday, their fourth straight by district title. Uh, then the send off, then the band, then Thursday getting back and then going up to Carrollton to watch the girls volleyball again. Uh, took a loss, but uh, great games. And then Friday to see the football team uh, earn that spot in the playoffs. And then Saturday uh, with the state cross country. It was just, there was just a, I don't know if there's ever been a better example of a hashtag Alredo Excellence Week. I, I agree with you. And, you know, we talked about it last week, but I, it it doesn't get old, but I, I think sometimes people think that this is the norm, and it's not the norm everywhere. Right. In fact, uh, I saw uh, some of our competitors that I saw on Friday night, the uh, athletic director from mm-hmm. Waxhachie Life, and saw him at the state cross-country meet. He goes, man, y'all are just everywhere, aren't y'all? And I <laughs> said, well, you know, that's a it's a luxury to have this. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you made a point. It was just the whole week felt great. And, in fact, this week, you, looking at this week, we have great things going on, bat, girls basketball starting. I know we'll get to all right. that in a second, the playoff football game. But it was just a lot of fun. And, and what, I, what was special to me was just looking around and seeing, you know, everybody together, you know, educators from our district, community members, high-fiving and excited about the things that were going on. And it really was. It was a it was a fantastic week. And I, I'll be honest, it was kind of surreal sitting in Tarleton Stadium and then seeing – I knew we would have some kids. You had told me mm-hmm. about some of our kids that would be in that band. But seeing the number of kids, junior high and high school, that was involved, and it's just like, man, we're blessed. I mean, we're blessed to be in Alvarado ISD and, and blessed to be Alvarado Indians and – Super proud of our, our scholars and our educators. It, like you said, it was a hashtag Alvarado Excellence Week. And something I left off a minute ago was Friday we had our Indian Friend Reading Day at right. Immediate School. Um, had the fire department there. Had a Miss Wheat and her daughter there from the dance studio. Had a somebody from Dr. Horton there reading. It was just a, a great way to kick off a Friday, start the weekend. But uh, like I said, I don't know that we'll – I mean, I'm sure I would love to see us top that week at some point in time, but – uh, as of right now, that has to be the number one hashtag Alvarado Excellence week right. that we've had. You had to the state will have to schedule several multiple or <laughs> or multiple state competitions in the week for us to feel uh, this good. But we we still have so much of the year to to go and oh, yeah. opportunities for our kids. But I I want to say a quick thank you to everyone that supports our scholars and educators because whether we had a huge crowd Friday night at, at Waxhatchee Life and we had a bunch of parents and former runners that were at the state cross-country meet that all just kind of converged on on round rock to support our kids and then you saw a bunch of alfredo uh, uh, scholars educators at tarleton i mean just wherever you went state marching band competition it was just fun it was oh and the rangers won the world series during that oh yeah we forgot about that yeah <laughs> we'll throw that in there too we'll yeah. we'll, we'll take that we'll on take the that alfredo too that, yeah <laughs> all right so continuing that alfredo excellence also on friday morning uh, we had our Education Foundation awarded some grants to our educators, and we actually had uh, five grants four, at four schools last week. We have one one left to go. We don't want to give the campus name or anything. don't want to give anything away, but right. uh, be looking later in the week for another uh, grant to be awarded. But I have the list here. At Alvarado Junior High, Shea Ford and Carrie Fox, sixth grade teachers, uh, were awarded Backyard Brains Plant Spiker Boxes in the amount of nearly $600. Also at the junior high, Emily Rush, uh, our lid teacher for the 6th through 8th graders, hydration station cart and supplies for almost $800. At intermediate school, 4th grade math teacher, Odalis Orozco, a classroom flexible seating for almost $400. 
And then the kindergarten team at Elvert Elementary South, Ms. Garza, Ms. Phillips, Ms. Poole, Ms. York, Ms. Hernandez, and Ms. Torres, uh, light tables with letters, numbers, and shapes for almost $2,700. Wow. And so uh, very exciting for those educators, but also exciting for our educa- education foundation uh, to be able to, to have that money to go and, and spend on our classrooms and, and our educators so that they can uh, make learning make learning a little, not maybe a little easier, but a little bit more engaging yeah, more fun. Uh, for our, for our scholars. It's, we're, we're, you know, once again, we said blessed, but you know, we're fortunate to have an education foundation and, and some of them are Alvarado alumni and some of them are work for the school district, but they're working extremely hard for sure mm-hmm. uh, to provide uh, these opportunities for our scholars and educators. Also, now this was kind of, this was the week before but we had a group of, Retired educators, I believe, that came in and uh, wanted to do something for uh, some educators, but kind of wanted it to be a secret, kind of a right. uh, kind of a surprise thing. When they walk into the classroom, I can't remember what show was it you described it as. What kind of an undercover, undercover, boss. undercover boss type thing. And <laughs> kudos to Mr. McGee because it's hard when you tell a principal that, hey, we need to do something, but we can't tell you what it is. And <laughs> principals, they've got enough on their plate without having that. But Mr. Yeah. McGee, he navigated that uh, very well and was able to set up each of the visits to the campuses. So we had 13 classroom educators who were, recent, who were randomly chosen uh, to get a $200 gift card to Office Depot. And so we had, let's see here, at North, we had Ms. Volkman. At South, we had Ms. Peterson. High school, we had Coach Jackson, Ms. Buckley, Ms. Burge, and Ms. Clark. Intermediate, we had Ms. Gooden, Ms. Sosa. Junior high, we had Miss Bagby, Miss Crow, Miss Patton, and then at Lillian, we had Miss Palmateer. And so, just a, a great way just to kind of spread the love around. Uh, obviously, the kind of based on the enrollment of the school. So, high school had four. You know, some of the elementaries had one. But right. uh, what a great way to kind of spread the love around, and and what a nice gift for those educators. I hope they've already spent their two hundred dollars on something for the classroom, and uh, just a you know we always talk about too. October is kind of a lull month for educators where it's kind of the honeymoon of September is over and it's kind of like, oh, let's get to Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so uh, any kind of pick me up that we, we can give them or anybody can give our educators in the month of October is a great thing. You bet. And how cool is it to see educators who aren't even from our community giving back and not only giving back to where they taught, but to surrounding communities. And I think that's what I thought was so cool when I arrived at the cross country meet, seeing all those former runners that just showed up, maybe they had us, uh, you know, a family member involved, maybe not, mm-hmm. but they were just there, you know, giving back is, is important. And so seeing our education foundation, I appreciate you uh, doing this little segment on the aid for educators, because I know it's always fun to win something, especially <laughs> when you're not even expecting it. All right. All right. So this weekend we also have veterans day coming up on Saturday, uh, Friday, we have uh, several uh, Veterans Day programs. I know the high school's doing theirs at 745 in the morning. I know Lillian has theirs scheduled for 9 a.m. I haven't uh, got the time. I got a time on Norris, but I, I think it may be the wrong date. And so because it said it was 6 p.m. on Friday, I don't think that's correct. Right. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure the junior high will be doing one as well. And so we'll get those times and get them out. But uh, it's always nice to to see our scholars – recognizing, you know, our, our military and armed forces uh, people. And then Saturday, as a matter of fact, I left this out, but Saturday morning our JRTC is going to be uh, uh, 
performing or uh, a part of participating in the uh, Fort Worth Veterans Day uh, parade, which is, I believe, a first. Usually there were one here in Alfredo. There's a parade usually, but they're actually going to Fort Worth to participate in that parade, which is kind of a cool deal. It really is. And you kind of look at our social media from our different organizations or the district social media, and you see our kids doing a lot of different things yeah. uh, across the state, really. But this is really a special opportunity. And, and I agree. I, th- I think our scholars and our educators do a fantastic job of respecting and honoring um, the military, you know, military and first responders. Uh, you do a fantastic job in making sure we do that at a, a football game each year, home football game. And I'm really proud to see uh, several of our groups stepping up and making sure that this is a focus this week. Let's mention that our last home game against Stephenville a couple weeks ago, that was our military first responder night. We actually had one of our, I believe it's probably our biggest group that we've had uh, participating. And it's really cool. You think of a lot of times you think it's going to be a lot of the educators and stuff, but there's a, there's a, we had five or six that were had nothing to do with the school. They're just there and uh, there to support the kids and uh, just happened to be uh, veterans. And so they were there, participated. And uh, Miss McGee's class made little uh, flowers for them that they wore. And uh, it really was just a great night. But yeah, anything we can do to get our scholars recognizing and, uh, you know, I don't know, paying their respects is the right word, but sure. with our veterans uh, is a great thing. Santa's helpers. I don't know if you wanted to touch on Santa's helpers. It's it's coming up quick. Yeah, I know we have the uh, the, the big dinner weeks. a couple of weeks, and yeah. uh, I'll give you a, a couple of minutes to do your sales pitch on your tickets you need to sell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I, I would tell all of our educators and community members if you do not go to the Santa's helpers, you're really missing out because it's a great opportunity to get to meet other people in the community that love serving kids. I mean, that's they only exist. That's the only to, reason it's there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> And they get nothing out of it other than the joy of getting to to help kids. And this organization has been around since the 1980s, and it was just a few families and and community members that got together and said, hey, we need to find a way to provide Christmas to some of the kids that may not get Christmas this year. And then they did it the next year and the next year, and it's it's been going since, I believe, the mid-1980s. And just encourage you to come out to the auction and, uh, and dinner. It will be held on that Saturday, we get out for Thanksgiving. You won't be disappointed. The food is fantastic. It's going to be catered this year by Don Chano's. And then you hang around for the auction. It's a lot of fun, a lot of energy in the room. And it's another uh, opportunity for us just to be involved. You always say, hashtag Alvarado Excellence isn't just the school district, but it's right. a community. And this is really a group that, it, to me, represents hashtag Alvarado Excellence well because they are selfless, and they love serving. Only $10 for the meal. Is, uh, you can get tickets from almost all campuses. You can just ask. There's a Santa's Helpers volunteer on almost every – well, there is on every campus and throughout the district, and they would love to sell you a $10 ticket. But more importantly, they would love for you to be a part of what what's really special in our community. And then also just a, a quick reminder, that event is at – you mentioned it, but just want to remind everybody, it is at the high school. It's the second year we've had at the high school. So if you haven't been in a couple of years, uh, it is at Alvarado High School, no longer at the reunion grounds. That's very important. <laughs> All right, athletics, we talked a lot about a lot of it already. Uh, volleyball last week had a huge win against uh, Ben Brook, and I believe we actually talked about it on last week's podcast because we did it a little later. Right. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, did their season did come to an end on Thursday night against a very good Panther Creek team. Uh, but uh, – Shout out to, to Coach Good and Coach Jump and, and that entire staff over there and, and all the 
all the Lady Indians, what a fantastic season. Ran off about five or six wins in a row at the end of the season just to get into the playoffs. Right. And then you get there and uh, upset the number one seed from another district. Uh, really special. Yeah, beat a district champion. That was that was really impressive. Football, we talked we talk, we talk earlier in the season, talked all last season. It has to be one of the toughest districts in the state of Texas. And, again, this year – one of the toughest districts in the state of Texas, three straight losses, the open district, but just need to get that one on Friday night against live to get into the playoffs. And then it's everybody's zero, zero again and got the big win 70 to 41 over life. And uh, I know coach wall Ravens feeling pretty good right now. At least he was on Friday night <laughs> after the game was over, but uh, just a uh, congrats to him two straight now playoff appearances after we uh, were missed the playoffs for a couple years in a row. And now we're, uh, Back getting into that long streak we had at one time. The kids played well. It was good. You know, you just wanted them to have a good game. It's it's hard when you go week in and week out against the best teams in the state. And I had a conversation with someone this week that didn't know about our football district, and and they said, you know, I told them that we won and we we're in the playoffs that we're going as the fourth place, and they're oh, you know, I hate that. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> and, I, and I started naming off the teams, and they're like, that's an insane district. And yes, it yes it is, but I think we played well, really, in all our district games. We had, right. uh, just like you talked about earlier, a couple of things didn't go our way a few times, and, and we seemed to have rebounded and, and certainly played well against I, what I thought was one of the best Waxhatchee Life teams that we've played in a long time. They're, they were really talented and, I think, uh, very disciplined, but we just played well and, and <laughs> put it to them Friday night. Right. Junior High football saw their season come to an end Thursday, they uh, went 2-1-1 one, one against Godley. Um, great job, Coach Tatum and that entire staff. I know there's about five or six other guys out there that are helping coach the junior high stuff, but uh, fantastic job. Had a lot of home games this year. I think out of their nine games, I think six of them were at home, it seemed like. So, uh, what great way to finish off the season uh, with a couple wins against a, a cross-county rival. And I think someone told me that the – Eighth grade, right? They just they were eight and one or something. Is that correct? Something like that. So might have been. The, so the eighth grade A team, it was they had a really really good season, and once again they played some <laughs> high quality competition. Right, those teams in our district, they're coming. They're, you know, where we played the China Spring, we played all the Waco schools. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of those feeder programs into the teams we're playing at the high school, the teams that we played. Girls basketball kicked off their season Friday night. Uh, their regular season, they had a couple of scrimmages before then. Uh, took a, lot, a tough loss to Cleburne uh, in the season opener, talking to Coach Petit. She said Cleburne's much, much improved. They had a, a couple freshmen that were uh, uh, spectacular. But uh, Lady Indians uh, took a loss on Friday night, but they'll be right back at it tomorrow. And then uh, later in the week, they're going to be at the Fort Worth Pascal Tournament. We'll talk about that in a minute in the schedule. But uh, I'm sure she's excited just to – Get things kicked off and get it underway, and, and now it's uh, now the sprint begins. That's right. And didn't mention it on here, but boys basketball they'll start actually their scrimmage season now. Uh, they started practice a week after the girls, so their season starts a week after the girls. And so, uh, looking forward to seeing the the Indians hit the hardwood here and pretty soon. And I know it's not going to be it's not going to be the same team you're going to same team you're going to see now is not the team you're going to see in a month. Right, <laughs> I was about to say that. All right, then uh, starting with the calendar. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, November 7th, Lady Indian Basketball, they are hosting L.D. Bell at uh, 5, and then Varsity will start at 6.15 over there at the Alvarado Junior High. 
Wednesday, November 8th, we have Athletic Signing Day. I know we have one confirmed that's going to sign. I think Mr. Stevens was confirming what school it was with, but we do have one that's going to confirm and sign. Uh, we have another commitment. She's only a junior, so she can't sign quite yet. And uh, who knows, there might be a couple others pop up. But right. uh, as of now, we will be having a signing day on Wednesday. Thursday, November 9th, football playoff game against Kennedale at Crowley ISD's uh, multi-purpose stadium, 7 p.m. It's going to be cool. It'll be a little wet. It's football. It's football. It's, <laughs> it's fo- playoff fo- football. Yeah, playoff football in November. What? You can't get much better than that. Right. And not only is it playoff football in November, it, but it's against Kennedale. It's against Kennedale. <laughs> Fun times. And I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I don't know if we have ever played Kennedale in the playoffs before. You know, that that's a great question. I do not I do not recall playing Kennedale in the playoffs. I know, I know we haven't since I've been here. I need to go. I'll go I have the list of yeah, stuff. Maybe, I'll go yeah. back and look. But uh, so it'll be fun to play a rival in the maybe playoffs. Maybe circa 1980s. I don't, I right. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and also, girls basketball Thursday will be at the Fort Worth Pasco Tournament. They play at 1030 against Corsicana, and they play 130 against Denison. Uh, they are back there on Friday. Uh, don't have times for those games yet. And then also Friday we'll have several Veterans Day programs. Saturday, November 11th, JRTC is in the Fort Worth Veterans Day Parade and then girls basketball. I'll go ahead and say it. We'll be in the championship of the Pascal Tournament. There you go. Saturday afternoon. There you go. <laughs> and they're getting some kids out, too. They had some mm-hmm. kids in volleyball. So, it'll, it'll like you said, it'll start coming together as they get a little bit of time to practice uh, and, and then get into the season. All right. Anything else you want to add or maybe that we missed that you can think of off the top of your head? Nothing I can think of. Just we hope you'll continue to come out and support the scholars as regardless of what they're doing. If it's a you know fine arts competition, concert, or or game, they always love seeing the stands full. And I think we've we're trending in the right direction. We're seeing more and more support for our scholars from our community, and super excited about that. All right, very good. Until next time, hashtag Alfredo Excellence.